What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 396. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about the Patreon and merch shop, pot talk, student loans, Andrew Tate, SWATs, fraternity, politics, salads, the draft, trains, hip hop, TV, cat people, a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. podcast with mo what up we're joined by snappy what up i came back to tell y'all some more shit shit telling will happen indeed uh and this is the final countdown people keeping track at home final uh, countdown boo, boo, boo. Uh, first thing we'll get to is uh, we gotta shout our patreon patreon.com slash podcast mo whole reason uh where we are still going all this long uh, soon i'll have to do without it and uh probably will put me bankrupt but we'll see how it goes uh so we got shot my mother it's your boy h2.com graveyard entertainment and forgotten one is our uh, co-producers of the podcast making it happen also have a merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash uh if you want to get a cool t-shirt or other shit uh we got it hell yeah um so how's how's it been going man man I just have my head down at work trying to get everything up to date with uh all the uh compliance laws changing in our state on medical marijuana yeah so, i, I mean, went to another place this week that seemed like it was like the last day of something and i don't know things were like a dollar over the yeah place. Well, well those prices uh yeah people had to get stuff out of their shelf right. or spend more money to get retested and gotcha it's a big money grab this new uh metric thing that's coming in on our uh medical marijuana it really has fucked me in this mary jane nano salve or whatever so i bought this shit at the dispensary two weeks ago because they're again putting everything on sale because it's in the old system not the new one and there's this a, a bottle of this lotion i think i brought up last week it's kind of like the consistency of chapstick if you will um and it is like sixty six dollars. This little, this fucking little thing of it, right? But it was only twenty dollars because of the sale. And I was like, "Fuck, it, I'm gonna get it." And I got it, and I would pay easily sixty six dollars for it. Like that's how good it works. And then I go back, none of it, completely sold out. Don't know if they'll ever get any again. And you're like, motherfucker. Uh, I don't know. So it's, it's bullshit. man. We carried some cream one time, and it sat there for six or eight months. Was right. And then finally one person come in and then she came in once a week and then bought them all. And then I was like mad because <laughs> right. we wouldn't get it. He was like, oh, my God, they've been sitting here. Yeah. And I think um, with that, it's because like lotions are more like medicine where flour. It's like you're just kind of smoking and get high. So I think people just take it personally or. I mean, you're right. Cause I mean, like, how many people actually carry CBD? And if you actually smoke some CBD weed, your body feels fucking amazing, yep. guys. So, I, I mean, I carried one on the shelf when I had it uh, available. It was 7% THC. So the people stared at it. I mean, I didn't even open a jar for the first two months. Right. <laughs> it was the stickiest thing I had on the shelf, hands down. But it smelled kind of like they had that vitamin C smell to it, you know? Right. Like you was going to take some fucking them horse vitamins before a pre-workout. Yeah, well, this vitamin B stuff that I take every day, the B complex, it tastes like hay. Like there's like when you just put the pill in your mouth, you're like, what the fuck? It's it's so awkward. Um, but I'm used to it now. But at first it like made me gag. I was like, oh. Yeah. Uh, 
And yeah. the lotions are so expensive. That's why we can't get them to the customer. Like, right. there needs to be a way that the processor or grower can market from there because once they sell it to us and then we have to do the markup, there's no money. Right. It's expensive as fuck. Right. Well, especially because it's like these two these tubs that aren't that big. Now, I will say it's on par with other expensive lotion. Like Koopy has, uh, you know, skin issues and stuff, and she has like this expensive lotion that's about the same price per mount, and doesn't have any weed in it. You know, so right. I guess there's like there are other expensive shit out there, whatever. But um, I don't know. It's interesting. And then we mentioned you mentioned the CBD or whatever and stuff. I'm excited about. I just showed you my plants. I'm growing in the backyard. I think they're looking pretty. I think two of them are the same top or really close. Right. You know, they look really similar. And then one of them's all way different. And I think it's probably an indica. Um, but I'm excited to see how they are because I do think, like you said, everything you go to the dispensary, it's like 0.01 percent CBD. 0.1 percent. I haven't seen anything with one percent or more CBD in over two years. Like it's it's all less than a one percent typically, right? When you go places, right. and so I am curious of like since I have bag seeds, would these be the same? I know I'm not going to get them tested or whatever, but or is it because I grew them myself and I'm not pushing them towards something? Is it going to be you know something better? And also in college, I remember homegrown was known to be a little more psych psychoactive, if you will. Like you you start smoking homegrown, you're like, bro, you get a weird fucking high from homegrown, you know. But yeah. I don't know if it's really like that now. The psychoactive. Or Delic is more towards the uh, THC than the CBD. Right. Usually. Well, yeah. And from what I understand, you uh, watch the trichomes, and once they start turning amber, the more of them that go amber, the more sleepy top it'll be. Like, that that affects it more than actually if it's indica or sativa. This is according to Powell, of course, who's told me this. Yeah, uh, 7% THC, but it had 15% on the CBD. So I would have tried it. Just we it uh, finally got people, and they would take one gram of it and a couple of grams of their of their favorite bud, and they'd mix it. But now they got a whole of uh, a full body high now. Yeah, because they're getting the body in their minds. So. I mean, I currently I go buy the cheapest fucking ounces, and then I mix in the really good shit with it, and it like tricks you. It like makes you think you have more of the good shit because <laughs> um, the good shit tastes good, and then the cheap shit hopefully doesn't taste like anything, but some of it does, of course. Um, so anyway, that's our we love. And then I just saw before we came on here on the news that they claim they have enough signatures to get recreation on the ballot. So oh, yeah. they, if that happened now, the reason why it's a big deal in our state at the moment, uh, there's this fight over the S- secretary of education and this guy won in the Republican side this week, their primary. And he's like a super Trumper guy that wants to just like no more public education, go all private. He His goal would be to destroy the department he's trying to win which is an odd thing and he'll probably win because he's a republican and oklahoma is one of like four states left that has straight party voting uh where people just go and hit r and that's how they vote they don't really look at any other names and so people are real scared a lot of teachers are claiming they're going to quit they're done i mean this is how they we lose all the good teachers in oklahoma or whatever who's still here you know and so it's kind of a crazy shit going on there but people think now since this recreational marijuana thing's happening that maybe that'll bring the democrats out and the more liberal-minded people, and they'll vote for this other lady who would be good. But now, I think as a consumer, that's going to cause the price of your marijuana to go up. It could because yeah. right now, medical marijuana we're paying you know sixteen percent you know tax total. Right. Uh, so we'll have to pay more like the bars uh, at twenty six to thirty percent. Well, I think somewhere like California, to my knowledge, uh, and I could be wrong. They you have medicinal weed and you have recreational weed, and like the higher quality the the more higher percentage shit would be like reserved for um, medicinal. And then, uh, and I'm sure they have different tax rates also. I know that's the way it was in Oregon. Uh, Cause uh, I could go into the dispensary up there 
I mean, I could only shop a certain section, and then someone come in and had a card, and they all took them back in this room, and they got to shop all kinds of shit. Right. So that'd be interesting. Hell yeah, I'm going to keep my card. Fuck yeah, man. I, I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm not even, yeah, I got my card. Fuck off. Right, for sure. <laughs> I'm going to pay uh, the hundred and something dollars not to get fucked with. For sure. Well, and um, all right, other political things happened in the world. Student loans became the big topic yesterday before we recorded this. Uh, I have, I guess, a lot of thoughts. I, of course, would take the student loan forgiveness because I would love it. You know, now my very first thought is they said people with normal student loans, $10,000 forgiven. People with Pell Grants get 20000 Am I wrong in saying Pell Grants were free loans you didn't have to pay back? That's what I thought. So what the, why the fuck do they get more forgiven? They got the free money. That's the way it works. The free people get all and the free shit. And they get more money? Yes. Very odd. So anyway, um, but yeah, everyone, a lot of people, like I'm on a, a lot of libertarian pages, of course, because that's like how I vote. They're very upset about this. They're like, who we're going to have to pay for it. And I get that argument, right? People thinking like, oh, my taxes are going to go up because of this. But y'all, like no one cares that every year they spend billions and billions of dollars on the military that they don't audit. They don't have a clue where that money goes. And no one's like, my taxes go to this. Comparatively, the amount of taxes you pay that goes to the student loans compared to that stuff is going to be like so small. So, and also they're bailing out like fucking banks and shit. I would just tell her bail out people. Um, Yeah, kind of like that time that they bailed out Chevy, they could have gave every like, fucking single person in america fucking a hundred thousand dollar check and we would have put that shit back in the economy right so i don't know and I, but i understand also when they mail out uh, checks to people inflation goes up so i mean there is going to be probably like if they done this in some way i'm sure it'll have some economic things now mine will not be completely paid off with 10 grand i owe well, like twice that it's but because they give us two thousand dollars and they give two trillion dollars exactly something else Exactly. Well, and also with all this Ukraine shit, anything else, like people just look the other way. They're sending all these billions of dollars, but it's so many people can take money off the top and, and getting that money there. Right. It's like some people, certain businesses have interest in that. And so it's like, I don't know, we just give away all the money to all these rich people without thinking about it. And they do a lot of virtue signaling. And it's I, I can't even watch the fucking news anymore. That's where I'm at, because it's just like right now, the fucking Democrats are pro FBI when they were just defund the police a fucking week ago. And then fucking Republicans are like, let's get rid of the FBI when they were like, cops are the best fucking week. So it's just like, no, everyone switches sides depending on what the latest news story is and whatever. I don't know. I just, you can't even, uh, you can't even follow the story anymore. It's like fucking professional wrestling it just swaps, swaps new hills and faces every fucking week. Man, it's, uh, Quite fucking entertaining sometimes. Sit back and watch. Right. So yeah, the loan thing, I don't know how it's going to go. I've also seen where people said Biden legally can't even do it. He made the announcement and he can't even do it. Congress has to vote and they won't. And so that's is probably just a publicity stunt to get people to vote in the midterms. Um, but there's a good chance none of this will even happen. I've also read that. Well, so. my student loans are paid for. Free and clear. Hell yeah. Um now, did I do it right? Not technically. Yeah, but you got that. Now, I would pay on them a little bit, pay on them a little bit, but here's the way it goes. Your student loans, you, you get behind. The first thing you don't pay is a student loan, and I'll tell you why. Because you got like a fucking year and a half before they fuck with you. And then, okay, and then you start paying it again. And then you get behind, you don't pay it. Sometimes you might slip two or three years this time. And then you start paying it again. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is how you, how how I did it. I've worked with people that had their student loans garnished. Well, quite and, a few people. No, they wasn't uh, garnishing. Like I would pay it. And right before they garnish it, I'd start paying again. Right. You know, I would just go like a whole 10 months, year before they was like, 
started coming after me. Right. But finally, I got way behind and just didn't pay them, and then uh, they scooped up a good uh, chunk of my taxes. So, uh, but uh, they're, uh, but at that point, I'd obviously already had it under $8,000 because, I mean, I, I think I had around about 18, 19, 20, somewhere. Well, I'm there. just hoping they fuck up and think I got Pell Grants and they forgive 20,000 and then I'll be in the clear. I'm, I'm like right around there. But what's annoying is that's what I borrowed. So everything I've paid has just been to nothing. Uh, the first until you hit that principal, yeah. And you're like, you motherfuckers. So the houses are the first on them 30 year notes. Right. The first 15 years is all interest. And then uh, the last 15 years, you pay your house off. Yeah, we, uh, we do go now. We'd rather take a fucking loan and get this fucking construction thing, which I'm, I don't want to be in this fucking town. I'm starting to be like, this is a bad idea, but it's only a four year loan. So we'll get it paid off. But it's the next four years. I'm going to be fucking broke as fuck all the time. You're like, God damn it. But I understand it's a good investment. Um, other shit in the news. Do you know anything about Andrew Tate? Heard the name. So Andrew Tate, I heard about a little over a year ago. I know is that a little over a year ago because I saw on YouTube, what I've learned is they will show you videos that came out a year ago. So like on your little like recommended things, like so I I listen to your mom's house podcast or watch it. So a year ago last week, the Andrew Tate popped up. It's like, this came out a year ago. Want to watch it again or whatever? It's fucking an odd thing. But anyway, it does it. So I know that's when he kind of blew up and maybe he blew up before that, but he was a UFC fighter who became like a personality on the internet, right? Where he talks a lot of shit on the internet, on video. But his whole thing is he's super like chauvinistic. Like women belong in the kitchen making me a sandwich. Why would you want a man pilot or a female pilot? Answer honestly. Like he's just like a fucking asshole, but he's like a dick about it, right? He's like real mean to women. Now, I don't have a problem with this, obviously, because I'm a man and people are like, well, yeah, of course you But like when I watched him on your mom's house, like he's like really mean and Tom and Christina, who are like a married couple who do the show, they're like laughing at him because they realize he's it's like a comedy shtick, or at least they're viewing it that way. And uh, I do think there is humor in it. But I guess what happened is like all these high school kids got really into him and then they showed the first day of school and they started telling their teachers that they shouldn't have jobs. They need to be at home doing dishes because they idolize this guy. And then he got like all this heat real quick. And then they banned him off YouTube, TikTok, Twitter. He's not on anything anymore. And then again, people can be like, well, good. He shouldn't be. But whenever Alex Jones and Donald Trump and all, I'm like, you can't just be like, I don't like them. They shouldn't be allowed to use social media. What you should be doing is you make your own videos taking him down where you go. Here's where he's wrong. And you explain or like, I don't know. I just don't understand how like. People are celebrating just removing people off of these platforms. I'm with you. You shouldn't be able to do that. It is like entertainment. I can go watch a movie with a million illegal things, and it's not going to get Dude, pulled. Listen to rap music, and they say things way worse than Andrew Tate's ever said. Yeah, I mean, if, it's, if it's a comedy, that's what it is. It is comedy. If right. you got your feelings hurt, guess what? Don't go to his shows. Yeah, and again, I don't agree with anything he says. You know, like, because I come from, uh, I was raised in a household where my mom wore the pants, called the shots, you know, like, just like you did. And uh, in my life now, I don't think I would be attracted to, like, a subservient per type of woman, you know, that this dude claims women and all should be. But I think, again, I think it's a shtick. I think he's being funny. I think it's his little character he's being. And I'd, I'd be like if you fucking kick Larry the Cable Guy off something. When you're like, well, his name's fucking Dan whatever. He's not Larry the Cable. I think... But I guess Andrew Tate's real name Hell, is Andrew Tate. Even right? listen to the whole thing. Even the, Larry the Cable Guy's accent's a whole thing he picked up in college. <laughs> he thought it was funny. They was all getting drunk one night, and he just went with it. Right. So, anyway, the Andrew Tate saga I thought was interesting this week. Again, I don't support the guy, but also I just think in this weird world of, like, let's just 
remove them from anything so they can't make money. I mean, I hope it. my wife I don't, don't cancel me because I fuck with my wife all the time, getting there and make me a goddamn sandwich. I mean, just <laughs> just fucking with me. And what's so funny is this Andrew Tate dude. He was really blowing up like in the zeitgeist of like the internet. Like there were TikTok videos. Were like. All right, guys, what you do is you go on your girlfriend's TikTok, start watching Andrew Tate videos so they pop up on her feed, and then she'll learn how to treat you right. You know, it was like all these jokes would be popping up. And I just think it, some people took jokes seriously. You know, and that happens. Yeah, I mean, if but, they make a stab at, you know, like our gender, I laugh too if it's fucking funny. Listen, every fucking thing ever is about a joke at a man's expense, and that's fine. I mean, you can't like... <laughs> And I'm not even trying to say race war or gender war or whatever. But like, for instance, you turn on a sitcom now, it's like, yeah, you lazy piece of shit husband. And it's like, wife is awesome or whatever. That's always the kind of the trope. Yeah, they've been saying that shit for years. Why don't they get canceled? Yeah, but it's because we can take it. You know, we also don't have to wear makeup because we just live with being ugly. You know, we ain't got to hide it. That's what uh, I mean. I guess my beard hides it pretty well. I think the beard is the equalizer for a lot of men. You, well, you grow a beard, and all of a sudden, the people can't see your face. Maybe there's just a spot in the feelings that men don't give a flying fuck. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's I think different men are in different ways, you know, uh, of course. Because like, I think I'm a little sensitive at times, you know. I can definitely be that way. But in general, in the grand scheme of things, you're like, yeah, whatever. What's fucking matter, you know? Um, another random thing. I saw where spanking is coming back in the schools. And I realized I didn't know it left schools. I, I didn't know this. Hang on a minute. Because, uh, I mean, I graduated in 2006 and people were getting SWATs in 2006. So I was like, surely some schools you, still do it. But we're also from the small Western <laughs> community of Oklahoma. Right, so uh, I don't think this way, out this way they were still SWATing in 2006. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, Ada sense. seems very liberal to where we came from. Yeah, I mean, in a way, I could, I, mean, I, could, I could definitely see that. I mean, also, I think it is still conservative, though. It just, it, there's a difference between being country and then being conservative. Right. You know, I think it is still conservative. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we were more country where we're from. Um, but yeah, anyway, it, it wasn't this school. I think it's in Missouri where this is making headlines at the moment, where this school is bringing back swatting if you're, if the parent's okay with it. But that's exactly how it was when I was in school. It was if your parents signed this thing saying you could be swatted, then you could be. And if they didn't, then you got ISD or whatever. If I got swatted at school, I got swatted at home. That was the rules. I'll never forget when I was in elementary school, I got in trouble in first grade and second grade. I got detention, right? Uh, I was a little heathen of a kid. But my friend, he got in trouble. I want to say it was like fourth grade and he got swats from the principal. And I remember his mom threw a big fit about the teacher pulled up his pants too tight when she did it. Like in it pulled on his privates or something and i remember being like what the fuck i'm gonna probably have to take his name out now that i think about it but i was like what the fuck like even as a little kid i was like that's a little much i don't think she meant it if she did it she obviously didn't mean to she's i I don't know it seems so ludicrous then and uh i guess in hindsight that woman was kind of a karen you know we just didn't have that term at the time right and then uh I remember like later when her son was in played sports or whatever. We had this website. I always try to bring it up, but I can't remember the name. It was like a fucking blog you went to and had all the Southern Oklahoma sports talk. And you'll be like, you go to these little forums and talk about certain teams, basketball and football and shit. I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, it was a really big fucking deal when I was a junior in, in high school. Like everyone did it. And there was someone that uh, started talking shit on my friend, Zach. I can say his name. So I'm not going to talk shit about him. I don't think. And it was like, this kid just moves in here and thinks he's hot shit. And he ain't worth starting. Like, I don't even talking all this shit. And then me and my friends done some detective work. And we decided it had to be this other kid's mom 
doing it because it only what happened like when she would be at work and like the way the name was it kind of like hinted towards something and i was like i think it's this dude's who also started his mom like hating on this new like it was so wild but it was also like really entertaining you wow. know and you'd be on these websites again this is like pre-facebook so not everyone's real names attached to it it's just like whatever their username is and some guys like i think jared wood couldn't start on any other fucking team in the whole district and it's just like my friend jared's reading it you know and jared was really good at, so i'm she's as an example because i'm sure no one said that but it'd be like okay all these adults are talking shit on high school players and it's just all here for everyone to see man it would have to be i bet it had to be bad in texas you know? I'm, sure. <laughs> God, I'm sure and i was just in the single a one because what you did you choose the state and i bet it had texas so i choose oklahoma and then what class we were class a class a and then it lists kind of like all the dis, you know divisions right. or whatever um and then you'd vote on the all district stuff like you could do all that kind of shit there so i'd go on there and try to help boost my friends like oh justin boone's best at blah blah you know or whatever I'd try to be cool Anyway, different time, different time. So anyway, I don't know if spanking's really coming back to all the schools, but it's coming back to some. And I don't think it's, I think it depends on what the issue is and how hard you hit a kid. Because some of these adult men, I'm sure, beating the fuck out of some kids, they're like, well, hey, they're not, they can't handle that. Well, that, I don't know, that had a principal <laughs> swat us one time, me and my brother, uh, both. I turned around and I was like, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and like, he swatted me again. And I was like, I went out of the room laughing. Like, right, I got regular spankings at home by the fucking dude that worked on an oil rig and fucking had calves as big around as my head. I fucking, he ain't going to hurt me. Spanking. I remember getting into the fraternity and uh, I avoided swats all through pledging, right? Because there's different moments you could get swats if you're not funny enough. But I was funny enough. I did a J-Mac impression. And everyone would laugh. And I'm like, oh whoo. And that was, that was my go-to move. And after you get in, they're like, do you want your big to give you a swat? And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And I, Johnny A was my big, but he moved off in the semester. So they gave me LB. And LB weighed about a third of me. And LB, I mean, he probably reared back with all I could. And I, did, I felt nothing. And I was like, what the? And then I was like, I don't know why I was worried about any of this. But then I also seen someone like Ledbetter fucking light someone up. Ledbetter's like 280 a muscle. But um. Anyway, I've been uh, I've been known to uh, swing a pretty good fucking paddle. Right, uh, I'm pretty sure I broke one on Dane Toller's ass. See, I always blade people, or I don't always, but I have bladed someone before, and I, I feel bad. I've developed the fucking Adam Sandler crow hop fucking golf Happy Gilmore swing, and they rated me once. I said I was in the top five all time of fucking being able to give the hardest swats. Well, there you go. I love. See, we had the well, the game was called Ass Stories. By the way, that was talking about earlier. We had to be funnier, get swats, and we done it when I was a member. With it was the last time we did it, and this kid, he was of some minority, like in Indian, maybe not native Indian, but like India Indian, and he was like adopted by a Mormon family because we have a little Mormon community somewhere around here, and so he was kind of a different sort of kid, and we really wanted him in. And for Ass Stories, he had to get a swat, and I was the one that gave him the swat. And after I swatted him, he broke down in tears and he turned into like this. Like he got abused as a kid and it brought back all these traumatic memory and it turned this whole like, oh, my God, I felt horrible. But I also was like, hey, bro, you got to tell us shit like that. All right. You can't agree to this shit. Right. Go along with it. And then you get a swat and then you start crying. And make Dude, me if feel you agree bad. to a swat, <laughs> I'm going all in. Right. That's the game. God damn it. I remember my homie Anthony when he got in powwow, gave him a bear at like we also did this shit ass auctions. <laughs> ass auctions, yeah. I forget how this. I didn't because I had money. You know, I had together. But if you needed money for your dues, um, some older members would pay money to give you swats. 
and I powwow. And then like, so you'd put it up there. So like Anthony, our friend was like bare ass 20 bucks. And then the members would start auction, you know, bidding against each other. So powwow paid whatever gave him, I think it was, it might've been something else, but gave him a huge SWAT. And then he had a K imprint on his ass for like two weeks from the paddle. Cause we had like etched in, you know, pie K on it. Um, and a lot of people would say this is hazing, but I would say in all these things, it didn't feel like it. I don't know. You didn't have to. I mean, you probably wouldn't have been a member, but you did not have to. You had the choice. Well, you probably got more hazing than me. Just, or not maybe you in particular, but your time period that, saw more than my time period. It was, and that's what people called hazing, but I never, ever used that word for it because I signed up knowing this. Right. Well, to me, like, friends, there was the bus or the front tonight while watching a gay porn thing they try to do. And I was like, we're not doing it. We didn't. Well, uh, me and you both took the same fucking stance then right. because uh, they was had us fucking lined up out at the place we used to go to. I ain't going to mention that name. Um, but yeah, we lined up out there drunker and shit and then trying to get us to fucking do butt to nut. And uh, I fucking started running at him. Fucking Sliga said, you fucking going to be gay? Let's fucking fucking throw See, down right here. And I fucking threatened to fight them all. Well, I think what's funny is I took the opposite approach. I took, because again, different time. I went like, even if any of my pledge brothers were gay, I don't, I don't care. Like, what was this supposed to prove? That LV is going to be, get a boner behind me? And is that supposed to mean, like... I don't get what the, and I just kind of ashamed everyone into this isn't cool. And there's more pledges here than y'all have members because my class was cool like that. And I was like, is that about we're not doing it? And they're like, oh, yeah. Right. And he's like, we decided we're not doing it. Mm. But uh, the guy's house who wanted to do it, who still did, he tried to play it in the background. I think it was a straight porn, actually. And everyone was like so tired because you don't get to sleep during hell week. You're like, just turn the fucking porno off. Uh, we don't care. Or give a fuck about this. Some of the shit was, I mean, some of it was cool and it had a purpose to it. But All the exercise stuff was didn't just bother dumb me. Shit. I, I totally understood the exercise like if they're like you gotta do 10 push-ups i never even felt like that was hazing because part of our little like shit in there is like athletics was part of like the tenant a tenant of the fucking fraternity i guess and so you're like i guess this makes sense or whatever and also it just wasn't that big of a deal you know i don't know you're like it's over in a week it's not even like we didn't get hazed the whole semester we only got like the shit week there was a hell week well they decided to rush uh it was uh happened to be a spring semester of 2001 and spring always gets it easier um and they just happened to decide to rush uh three football players uh two tennis guys so they had a whole sports cast that there was our was our pledge class with a couple others yeah and uh one of them he uh you know that night you're supposed to find out who you're uh where where they threatened to kick you out of fraternity you know right. whatever because you answered questions wrong one of them motherfuckers uh, my brother joe price he fucking took off walking down the street said i'm coming back with a football team right and i fucking in you know in the room exercising i'm hearing this shit i start, I start laughing right man. well see and i got the uh after that all happened i was the one member that was pulled aside of like don't let anyone quit before tomorrow and i went all right so like i didn't know what was coming but like I was like the one tipped off of like, hey, you're because like, I'm probably not like a vocal leader like out loud, but like in the group setting, I was like, I guess the they gave me leader. insights a few times because I had to like I was working on weekends right. in Ardmore at the time, and so I kind of had to slip away and go work and then come back and join the pledge stuff. So yeah, anyway, fraternity good good times. Um, let's see what else we got. Oh, more politics for you out there. I just got to point out that Joe Biden is finishing the wall. And he announced it, or the president, and I haven't seen any Democrat mad about it. 
And I haven't seen any Republican happy about it. But yet, if Donald Trump was finishing the wall, like let's say Donald Trump won the presidency. I didn't say nobody talk about it. And Trump said, I'm finishing the wall. Democrats will be fucking protesting and Republicans will be cheering the street. But since Joe Biden's doing it, both sides have shut the fuck up about the wall. I just, I just find it interesting. Yeah, Joe just gets to do whatever. Well, he just say whatever. He don't get to do whatever. Right. That's kind of like, you know, when when uh, Trump was in office, if he said he was going to do something, everyone, oh, he can't do that. He can't do it. Well, it's the same thing right here. You know, they still got to go through Senate and right. the House and Congress and all that bullshit. Yeah, it's uh, people just pick and choose. I mean, it's his way. It, People don't aren't educated on it, and I'm not saying I'm super educated on it, but a lot of people that have a lot to say about stuff, they don't really know how the process works, I guess. Um, well, we've sat back and watched it long enough. Right. Well, yeah, that's a good point. So I saw something else here. Uh, the FDA, so this is kind of government-related, I saw a story where they are wanting to regulate Cheerios, the Food and Drug Administration, because Cheerios on their box claims that it's heart-healthy and it will help lower cholesterol. So since they're making a medical claim on their cereal box – the FDA wants to treat it as a drug. And uh, so basically they got to take off the health claims or else the FDA is going to get involved, which is like the dumbest goddamn shit. <laughs> I would just fucking take the thing off. Yeah, I just don't say it, but they're canceling they're healthy. And so, so they can't promote health now. Not unless you're a drug, because that's I mean, if you listen to Joe Rogan, which I know that makes me kind of a, a Joe bro or whatever, but. He's been saying this forever, kind of about the COVID thing. Like, the reason why they get mad at him and other people for saying, like, hey, you need to be healthy, you need to take vitamins, you need to exercise, it's because that's all the pharmaceutical company wants you to hear. They want you to hear you have to take a vaccine to be healthy, or you have to take medicine, right? They don't want you to know, like, you could just also be healthy, you know, or whatever. So uh, I think that would be, like, the argument from the other side. of they The FDA doesn't want you to know certain foods are healthy, I guess. I don't know. Man... All the shit they put on the foods before they put them in the stores anyways. I... Yeah. Uh, I've gotten to where my favorite food to eat, and I've, I eat like three or four times this week, I just need a meat and a salad. And then I cut my meat up into pieces, and I put it in my salad. And I just eat the fuck out of it. And I think while I'm eating it, I could eat this for every meal. Like a fairly healthy salad with just protein uh, that's delicious that I've grilled or smoked or something. And I'm like, this is really good. But I understand like, my wife's like, she needs variety, right? Like, we got to have some shit. But I'm like, I could probably do this every day. But it would be, it's, and it's harder and it's hard to keep good lettuce, though. Very true. So that's glad you brought that up. So Aldi's, which has been my new shit, right? Because uh, I normally get a Caesar salad from Walmart every week because uh, I love their Caesar salad kit. The, whatever their sauce is in their packet is the best. And so I get one of those. It's good, but I'll, I don't like the stock of a romaine right like the big hard fuck so i just take all that out i only want the leafiest greenest shit myself and uh so i picked through all the fucking salad by the end i have just enough for me and kubi but i got like a family size bag so it is a big a lot to waste but at all these the first time i went there i got italian lettuce what it was fucking labeled right and it was just as green and fucking red ass fucking lettuce and every single piece was good like i opened the, i use it for like three meals i mean every piece was the iceberg no, no, this was, it said Italian, or it just said Italian lettuce, but I don't know what the two tops were. It was probably like romaine and something else. Uh, well, normal lettuce is iceberg lettuce. Yeah, that is true. Well, that's why I don't like, that's why I used to think I didn't like salad was because my mom, she just buys a head of lettuce and goes, that's our salad. And then fucking chops it up and it's like, here's your, and that, that shit's gross. You got to get good fucking salad. You can't just get a head of lettuce. So anyway, Italian lettuce went great, right? And then I ate that a lot. Then the next week I bought another bag. But it was not near as good. It was only like half good. 
And I was like, God damn it, all these. But I also bought Butterleaf. It was another bag that said high in vitamins, whatever and whatever. And I said, let's get that. And it was real purple of some other shit. And then Butterleaf, which I don't even know what the fuck that is. And that was another bag that I used every single piece out of the bag. So it was another good one. So I'm on this hunt now where I'm going to just start really hunting for good bags of salad at Aldi's. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, But yeah, I don't know. I just, I've been really feeling it lately. And um, I don't know why necessarily. Yeah, I had a boss one one time and uh, I'd ordered a Caesar chicken salad. He's like, what are you doing? You don't eat healthy. I like Caesar salad. Get the fuck off of me, man. It's great. Especially with that grilled, is the grilled chickens right? Right. When that's what when I make it with the Caesar salad, I always do it when I make steaks and I just cut up half my steak and I put it in it and it's like oh, so good. Uh, and then the other half goes with a little A one if needed. And I actually probably don't even need it, but I use it. You know, I'm not one of these people that's like a snob about it. I'm like, I'll add a little A one to enhance some stuff, you know. But I probably wouldn't do ketchup, I guess. Well, I don't know. We're just so heavy, I guess, with marinating and everything. Well, like Coopy will claim she doesn't, she wouldn't eat sauce. She's like, it's so seasoned. I'm like, yeah. But now, if we go to, to let's A1, say, my parents' house and eat steak, yes, I want any sauce you got in there. Yes, come See, on. my parents don't buy one. They buy whatever knockoff brand or Heinz 57. And you're like, Whoa. It's going to be better than that fucking... Very true. Uh, I don't know how else to choose that rubber boot. Very true. Um, oh, last little political thing. I think it's the last one here is that the draft may have to come back. Because not enough kids are going to the army. The volunteer force is not holding up like they thought it would. And uh, is the draft going to be universal? I think it'll be only men. It's going to be an awkward gender talk. I mean, that it's got to be brought up. <laughs> it has to be with everything going on right now. I've been well, waiting on this one. I personally, uh, I don't know how they would do it. Because I personally don't think every woman should have to be in the draft. We've met women, right? And even, I mean, there are women who you just see me like, you would not be a good soldier. There's others that you're like, you probably would be. Now, I've is that fucked that up? <laughs> yeah, but that's it. The same can be said for guys, though. There's certain guys who are like, you should not be in the army. So, like, I don't know who makes that judgment call. Maybe they just say, hey, you're all in the draft. And then when you show up, the likelihood of them saying yes to a woman's like way less than a man or something. Man, you know what? I think they really did the men back in the day because you didn't get reported for bullying and uh, no, hazing and shit periods. like that. You know what I mean? It's about periods. It's about periods and it's about the men fucking the women. Yeah. That would be a horrible thing. And then I, I worked with a girl who was in the army and you, she didn't look like, like she was real tiny, right? And you're like, how the fuck did you get through? But there's so many stories of sexual assault. Like when there's like a woman around and there's like 20 guys, you would think one of those guys would be like, hey, you don't rape a woman, but that's not what happens. They all just take turns and shit. And so you're like, uh, it's hard to imagine that. Cause I'm like, I would never, you know, but that happens all the time. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, of course, on the draft, but I know I did see also a few months ago where the boot camps, they had to start making them less severe because these kids today didn't drink as much milk growing up because they all drink the soy shit now and all that. And so their bones aren't as strong and they're getting more broken bones in boot camp than they ever have in history. And so they have to like tone it down. Or maybe it's the fact that they didn't play athletics and they're just built. Yeah, you got to have bone. Like lifting weights uh, provides some like bone resistance, you know, builds up shit. I really need to work out some. I'm eating pretty good at the moment, but I don't do any activities because my body still kind of barely works. But I know I need to do something around here. Um, And then also we have Project Blue Beam. I just want to bring it up in case we never talk about it again. That's this idea that the government is leaking all the alien shit and the UFOs exist because they're going to do a fake alien invasion. 
using drones and all their hologram technology and all this stuff they have that we don't know about. And then they're going to fake an alien invasion and use that as a way to grab more power from the man, from the little man. So anyway, be on the lookout for fake alien invasions, Project Blue Beam. Not saying it's going to happen. That's just the latest conspiracy that I'm reading. So I'm excited, though, if it does. Or if it's real. I mean, either way, I think it'd be exciting. We are sure letting a small group of motherfuckers control billions of people. Well, they also control all the money. Like, a lot of people get all this, again, like, they get mad about money and people getting free shit or whatever. But, like, I want to say it was, like, the top 12 richest people in America have as much money as everyone else. Mm-hmm. I think, hell, at one time it was the top three. Yeah, it might be. It's something crazy like that. Like, it was, like, Soros. I don't think he's American. Uh well, it was like the three dudes. It was Gates, Soros, and Bezos or whatever. Yeah. I, mean, I don't they, know how to say their names. They have a lot. Um, all right. More um, fun shit. Someone was hit by a train in Ada, right? A pedestrian was hit by a train. Not a, not a car, like a person on the track, I believe. This isn't the first time either. And I know this is insensitive, but ever since then, the trains have been going so slow through town that it is like, let's fucking go. I got no, again. Well, it was just last year they signed it where they could go 45, 55 miles an hour through town. This motherfucker's going like 15 a day. I, mean, I, I no, think, I think it just happened. It just happened when they hit someone. But I was like, you, listen, I get it sad, but you're already, the train's here. Just go. Just go. You're at the How end. the fuck do you get hit by a train? Is what I've, I want to know. I've asked this question every time I've heard of someone getting hit by a train and they're walking. How? Well, walking, I would think foot get caught in a track. I don't know if that happened here, but I mean, I could imagine that. Because when I was a kid, we did play on train tracks way too much. Uh, it was by my friend's house, and we would put, you know, coins on it, wait for it to run it over, get flattened coins, shit like that. And one time we jumped on the train when it was coming through town, and then we got scared and jumped off because it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe we jumped on this fucking train. And uh, a lot of dumb shit, but there was a lot of fear of your foot would get caught, right? Uh, but I did see a lady when I was younger, her car get hit by a train, and I was like, that was dumb. You saw, I mean, like, how'd you not see the train? Like, I mean, even as a kid, you're like, but I've also, when I got a license, was that dumb kid go, oh, I can be the train. And I fucking, cause in Warwick, every train is like a ramp <laughs> and you just fucking dukes a hazard that motherfucker with a friend and you're, and yeah, it, and they're all, ha- they're, you know, there's some guy now in hindsight and they're just like, ur, 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 what the fuck you dumb kid? And you're like, all oh, just stone, like I'm <laughs> raising a train. Um, so I think shit like that can happen, but that's normally not what you hear about. You normally right. hear it just like accident. Yeah, it's like there's been several since I've lived in this town over over the last twenty something years. Yeah, well, also, there's this whole thing where like they've been battling over they need to rebuild the tracks to go above the town or under the town, but neither what side wants to pay for it, the railroad or the town, and it just goes right through the middle of fucking town and blocks everyone's fucking shit. But it goes at at a at a point, it kind of starts going at an angle instead of a straight road. Because uh, there's a what I'm told a native uh, burial ground uh-huh. right at Crazy Corner, and that's why it's so janky there. Is because they had to build around this way because there's a, a could be. An, yeah. uh, I mean, there's probably native a burial. They have burial grounds everywhere in the state. To be honest, well, but, right? Because they lived here for millennia or something, and people died. But yeah, and that is a thing that that happens. Um, oh, they got moved here. Uh, not, I mean, the one, the five civilized tribes did, but 
people live uh, here. People live Comanches, there. Comanches, I think, yeah, right. lived here uh, before that. They're the mean ones. The ones in Texas and Oklahoma were like murdering motherfuckers in the 1800s. See, in school, I remember, you know, reading about the Incas and the Mayas and Aztecs, you know. Cutting, oh, Mexico, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, cutting their heads off and rolling them down these pyramids and, okay. Yeah. And then they got beat in the war and then I'm supposed to feel bad and I, I don't. Well, they didn't really get beat in the war. None of those people, they got, I mean, in a way, I guess you think about it, but most of the people in the new world like 96% of them got taken out by diseases before they ever saw a white person. So like a white person landed on shore and it wasn't through the blanket thing. That's like apparently a myth or something that's like talked about afterwards, but it didn't even take that. Like it just took those first few boats landing, giving their germs of the, cause Europeans were disgusting. You know, it's like the girl, that's what like the fucking plague was and shit. I mean, they're gross people. There's like the industrial shit going on. And then they gave all the diseases to the cleanest people on earth. The native Americans, they apparently bathe every day. They're like one of the few civilizations that did that at the time. So like, they're like really clean people didn't have a lot of germs and they just get infested with all these germs of people. Uh, and then, 96 of those people just died. So like, I do think if those people live, say the germs were in a factor, I think the natives would have held off the white people. Guns or no guns. Hell yeah. They, I mean, they, can you imagine if only we only fought 4% of them and they lasted for like hundreds of years? Oh yeah. So I do think I it's just don't know why England and Spain don't take more heat for yeah. all of it. I mean, for real, they're the, they're Actually, the, I would say the Dutch get out of it the easiest. The Dutch used to be these huge traders back in the day that would like do all this shit. They was like the English, French, Spain. And then the Dutch was like right up there with any of them. And just no one talks about them anymore. But they were like the biggest slave traders, the biggest, uh, you know, merchants and shit in the world. Uh, but they somehow just history don't remember them or whatever. Um so look up, look into it if y'all need something to read about today. Uh, this week, also an AI rapper had this crazy story. So I know you didn't know anything about this, but there was a rapper who was an, uh, not a real person. It was like a fucking drawing or whatever, a 3D model. And he was programmed by some white dude. And then some other black dude claimed they stole his voice for it. I don't know if that was true. But anyway, he got signed one day. And then a lot of people online were mad that he got signed because he's not a real fucking person. And there's all these rappers that are real people. They should have got signed, right? Like that was basically everyone upset. And then the next day, everyone got upset because it turns out this robot uses the N word in a bunch of songs. And people are like, we're going to let a robot use the N word now. And I think that's a funny argument. <laughs> and then the next day, the they dropped him from the label off of it, off of the controversy. So it was quite the ride for this. I don't remember his name. Honestly, the music was not good in my opinion. You know, not anything. I Even a to. robot can get canceled. Yeah, and I think that is cool because I do think as I've become a producer, I do think the beat is really all anyone cares about. Even like someone like me who I think like I care a lot about lyrics and I do. But even like you say, like choose an album from your childhood you like or whatever. What's your favorite song? You're going to choose your favorite beat on that. You know, like right. you don't realize it, but that is kind of what you're doing, you know. And so I do think it's at least good to know that you couldn't just throw an AI on a pre-made beat and people all love it. You know, so at least I do th- want some hope that you got to be a human somewhere to make music people could connect with. But I don't even know if that matters. You know, I'll got to shout out Brad Srex real quick. Let me pull up the actual stats here. I sent him a song today at, um, yeah, we got it here at two forty six PM. And he sent one, a verse back to me by three forty nine. So one hour and three minutes, he Damn. sent me a verse back today and it's pretty good. So now I got a verse of the song. So I was like, so shout out Brad. Speaking of rapping, hell yeah! And so he should be on the next project. 
whenever that's done. He sent me a plan on uh, the skit he's got coming up. It sounded pretty funny. He sent me the intro to listen to where they're like, right, snappy, and you respond or something. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to hear. Yeah, I hear how it all goes. <laughs> yeah. uh, something else I did see is uh, this week, and I, it might be an old article that just happened to repop up or whatever, but it's like Ice Cube or NWA's get inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and some old rockers are like, NWA's not rock music, that's rap music, and they shouldn't be in it. And then Ice Cube's like, well, Chuck Berry and, and um, God damn, the woman who done the Hound Dog song and all that shit, the the black woman who kind of really invented rock and roll, they're like, they were black and you gentrified their music. And I don't disagree with that, but to me, that doesn't make NWA rock and roll. Like, just because Chuck Berry was black and did rock music does not make what NWA did rock and roll music to me. Now, I just personally don't believe hip-hop is rock and roll. I understand people will say it is because it's spurned off of it or something, but I just think it's its own genre. They're different. I just think it's... Just like I think country western music is a different genre than rock and roll. Like, I don't see... I get I'm on the opposite side of Ice Cube here, and I fucking love Ice Cube, but I just don't. And fucking Gene Simmons, I think, is the rock and roll guy. And I hate Gene Simmons. He's a fucking douchebag. But I just don't think rap music's rock and roll. I think like something rides the line, like a 311 or a Lint Biscuit or even Gym Class Heroes. You know, there are bands that are like rock rap, but that doesn't mean it's rap music. Punk rock, ain't it? Uh, nah, <laughs> rap rock and punk music's <laughs> different. Um, but I just don't think like. You can't be like Outcast is rock and roll. Like no, they're not. They're Atlanta hip hop group. Like I, they're very different yeah. genres in my opinion. Well, I I just think a big part of it, and I know someone can argue, but rock music you have live instruments. There's drums. There's guitar. Like there has to be live instruments in my opinion to make it rock and roll. Like if someone made rock and roll like all on a doll or whatever, I guess it still counts. Because I know like our homie CJ is uh, working on a project now where I think he did it that way. But his goal is to make it sound like it's real instruments, you know, whereas in hip hop, you're sampling stuff and you're like, it just has a whole different feel. And, you know, hip hop when you hear it and, you know, rock music when you hear it, I think it's like pornography. You can't define it, but, you know, when you see it, I mean, you know, like what's porn. So anyway, fucking, I think that argument's odd and I love hip hop way more than rock and roll. So maybe I'm just like, y'all just aren't saying make your own fucking Hall of Fame. There should be a hip hop Hall of Fame. And start filming, motherfucker. Then, just like I watched Netflix did the stand-up comedy Hall of Fame, they've kind of made one. And their first four inductees, three of them I totally agreed with. It was like Richard Pryor, George Carlin, Joan Rivers. All three of them are fucking absolute legends. That's probably best white guy, best black guy, best woman. I mean, that are all dead or whatever. And then the other person was Robin Williams. Now, I think Robin Williams is a great actor and amazing. I don't think his stand-up's that good. And even when I watched his induction, when they done his highlight reel of his best stand-up jokes. I don't think I laughed once. And I was like, I think he should be in the actor hall of fame. I'm going with I don't the rated R superstars, uh, Eddie Murphy and Dave Chappelle. Right. But they're <laughs> not, I think they were trying to go with all people that have passed okay. for their first class or whatever. At least that's the kind of vibe I got. But I remember I just watched that whole thing. And I was like, I don't know, yeah, man. I don't think Robin Williams is up. I wouldn't put him in a comedy. He was a great voiceover. I loved the way he could do all the voices. His and, movies are like yeah. Jack was great. Jumanji oh, for my childhood. Like he put out hit after hit. He was even a, what? Uh, Miss Doubtfire. Yeah, well, Miss Doubtfire is huge. Uh, so I mean, I love Robin Williams. I just don't know for Sam. And there's all these stories that he would go to the comedy store, which is a comedy club in LA, and he would watch people's acts and then accidentally steal the jokes because he would never he would improv on stage and say their jokes, and then he would pay them money because he'd feel bad. But like, so a lot of his best jokes ever, he stole from people on accident. They claim. So anyway, I just thought that was a weird inductee. So as as an aside there to Hall of Fames. Uh, 
And the last thing on my list is this HBO Max stuff. I love HBO Max. It's my favorite streaming service, probably still. And uh, they got bought by Discovery. And so now that the shit's getting merged, they're canceling all this shit, right? And they've removed stuff off the program, and they're taking a lot of heat online of how, like, oh, they're fucking up HBO. They aren't for me, because they're keeping all the shit I like going, you know? But they did cancel, like, a Batgirl movie and some other superhero shit that I don't give a fuck about. So uh, a lot of people are mad, but I'm all for it. They're going to keep making scripted HBO shows, I believe. So. I watched The Anarchist last night. What is, what is that? It was on? a docuseries on HBO Max. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, is about people going to Anarchapoco. I know they they was doing like an anarchy conference in Acapulco. So nice, yeah. yeah and uh, it ended up coming crashing down, but it was it was a pretty good deal. It was, yeah, it was interesting. We've gotten to the point in True Blood because we've been rewatching that. We haven't rewatched it ever. We watched it when it first aired, and that was it. And Koopy is really funny because she's like, I remember I just was so into it. And I thought it was such a good drama show. She's like, it is so fucking stupid. Like, and she's like, I'm laughing at every episode because it's not. It's like, how do we ever take this seriously? I, I never took it serious. It's about vampires. What are you talking about? So it's, but we're to like season four, which is like, by now you don't really care anymore. You're like, let's just wrap this well, shit up. I know my wife likes docuseries and the only way I can fucking get her off of goddamn fucking repeat vampire movies and shows. Yeah. I was this fucking slip a docuseries in and out. Dude, I love documentaries. So Man, like they're that good, but sometimes me. it's like, God damn, you've been telling me the same thing for two episodes. Yeah, the one of the like, girl in that hotel in Hollywood that was on Netflix that like fell in the water tank on the roof. That one was the worst. I wish I could remember the name of it. But for four episodes, act like there's all this supernatural shit going on and there's a serial killer on the loose and all this shit. Turns out the girl just forgot to take her medicine, walked up, climbed in the fucking water tank and drowned herself. But they spent four fucking episodes to get to that. And then the guy, who the janitor knew it. At the end, they asked the janitor, who they talked to the first, what happened? And he goes, oh, yeah, everyone knows. Like, it wasn't a mystery, but they spent four episodes getting to it. And I was like, fuck this shit. So I am a little pickier. I do, if they're about a cult, though, oh, I'm going to watch a cult docuseries. That's my shit. Um, oh, was it that one? Where was it? Like, that dude in Arizona going down to Texas? He had some kind of big-ass ranch. Yeah, uh, keep sweet, pray and obey. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that was the fundamentalist people. Man, that was... And anarchists, it's like they want no rules, but the only way you can make it as anarchists is if you have a stockpile of money first. Because it's like these guys aren't even working. Like the lower end anarchists, they're basically just there trying to have a good time, but they ain't got nowhere to go afterwards. Right. You know, like, so they're struggling through life and, uh, and these all these big wigs are, you know, they're just coming in. Yeah. Anarchy is a weird, it's kind of like the movie The Purge. I never watched it, but just the premise of it. Like, I don't want to live in a place that's lawless. Right. You, that you can just do whatever. Because I think people that want to do that are people that want to do lawless activity. Like, they think, oh, I could kill people. I would love it. You know, if someone fucks me, I'll kill them. I don't have that desire. You know, like, I need a society and a civilization uh, that we can all be a part of. Because I don't. But I do think some people have this idea that they haven't made it like the low-end people. And But if it was like the animal kingdom, they would have won. You know, and so they want to see that version of life or whatever. Um, or I think a lot of people just get mad at people that are rich, you know, like uh, this guy moved into Warica who was like mega fucking rich and built this fucking mansion in this little ass town, had a really attractive wife and everyone kind of just hated him because he just, you know, was successful. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Why is he so successful? So I do think that's just human nature in a way, right? You're like, I should have that money. <laughs> Um, well, right. these guys, they they was like funding their conf- conference uh, right when Bitcoin was taking off. Yeah. 
and then it crashed God, I hope it, also so yeah i hope that stuff comes back someday i haven't touched anything i'm think i'm just under whatever i put in you know so there's still a, a chance for it to come back someday but yeah that one was a i should have cashed out when it was hot and i knew i should have but I was like, well, you never know what could happen. I never did get talked into buying any Bitcoin. Right. I mean, it's the same as a stock, basically. I mean, yeah. it's all the same. Uh, and I see people still caring about stocks and shit. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just so out of it on all that at the moment. I know I need to know about this shit, but it's just hard uh, to care. I'm like, I think the world's falling apart, maybe. But I don't know. It is. I do think America might be on our last legs, you know, <laughs> it's hard for me to see how it, we're uh, struggling. Nobody can get along. And then every, every, uh, well, everything's every ran by law, corporations. every law invades somebody else's right or feelings. And well, everything is ran by corporations at the moment. Oh, where was it? Someone said that, uh, somewhere, I think it was like China or something. They've made it to where this person identifies as a cat. That happened. That's happened here in America. Or is it America? Or, or the, like the school is bringing in a fucking litter box in the women's. I've heard this cat thing, but I think I don't know if it's real because I can tell you where it came from. Because it's that documentary that I've talked that. Uh, what is a woman? Uh, they mention that story briefly. It sounds very hyperbolic and like it's not true, but maybe there is one kid that does that and someone's throwing a fit. I. I've asked my wife how she would handle that as a teacher if a kid came and said, well, I'm a cat and referred to me as cat. And then they meowed everything. She'd be like, well, if they did their work, I wouldn't care. And, but if they meowed everything, that wouldn't be them answering questions. So I don't I don't know. It's kind of like I, was, I think I said last week on the trans thing a little bit like I don't it's not that hard for me to grasp someone being the other gender. What I and it's not hard for me to grasp this next thing. It's just what makes it different. It was like, no, I'm a new gender and I made up this word of whatever. And it's kind of like the cat thing. If someone says like I'm an animal for sure we used to say that was a mental illness like if you met a human that was like i right. think i'm an animal you would go oh sweetheart or like i don't know you wouldn't think they were normal right like and i don't even try to be mean about it but you would think like they have a condition whereas and now i guess and again i don't even think this is happening but if it did and people were like you just you should let them live their life i understand even that argument of how does it hurt you but also at some point giving into other people's uh, like disillusions of life or whatever you want to say like how is that helpful i don't know it's an odd odd subject oh you're a cat well the cats stay outside you need to leave the building yeah well i'm allergic so get the fuck out of here <laughs> uh yeah i'm not allergic but i'm really glad my wife is because i cannot understand if we had a litter box in here i don't think i could do it uh, i know people that have them and y'all get used to it but i don't know if i could i'm sure i would of course but i don't prefer the kitty yeah why well, don't you're okay i mean every once in a while you'll see a video of a cool cat doing some cool shit and you're like oh i guess cats are okay i've never in my life in real life seen a cat do anything that seemed positive or cool they're so, always fucking up my shit so yeah i imagine they'd be eating my weed plants and i have to fucking kill them whereas then i don't think my dog's gonna eat my weed plants oh man that if I drop some stems are down there for them, my dogs love them. Yeah, mine's never had the taste. She barks at me if I try to make her partake. But it's funny. So we did. I don't make her. I just stick my hand down. What? And then he tries to beg for more. My parents have a dog that's like on their last on his last legs. He's I got him my freshman year of college. So it's been fuck almost 15 years. So he's old as fuck. He's a little rat terrier. And I used to get him stoned as fuck when he was a puppy. I mean, because I was in fucking freshman in college getting stoned as fuck. And he was weighed three pounds. And I mean, 
totally got him too big. And my mom claims the test was she goes, you got him fried in college. And now look at him because he can like barely walk and he just wants to eat all of them. And but when I had him, he was in shape. My parents fed him so much. He turned a little mustard bottle. He's just that's he looks exactly like a mustard <laughs> bottle. And I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, so anyway, that dog will not make it much longer. And every time I see him, he's like blind in one eye. And he like after three steps starts like having an asthma attack. Or you're like, fuck, I don't know these things a lot. So like a couple of days before I'd got Max, I had uh took the uh I'd had this air tank out in the garage and I stuck it up to my pipe and fucking blew that shit like all over kind of where I was sitting, you know. Right. And I and uh so there was resin like beside where I was sitting on the floor. I get Max and he comes out to the garage and he's checking things out. And I wasn't even thinking about it. I was, you know, doing my thing. Stu's down there licking that damn resin. Max goes outside and this motherfucker falls over Ric Flair style. Look like uh, look like he just died. The motherfucker like he just laid there. I had to carry him aside. He just laid in the kitchen floor for like three hours, and then he wouldn't go in the garage for like four months after that. Well, at least he learned. At least he learned a little lesson there. Um. All right, man. I think we're here at the end. I do know uh, Brad was surprised at uh, all your mom stuff last week. Has anything changed? Now I'm going to ask you every week. Is there any updates or is it still all the same? Still all the same as far as I know. I hadn't heard anything. So all this right. is fucking mind blowing and I fucking can't even be a 42 year old man and say fuck. It's fucking ridiculous. You know, but you know, whatever, I guess. Well, hey, the podcast is going to be over. You only have two more podcasts after this and then you could tell Hey, I quit the podcast for you, mom. I'm done with the dirty language. It's over. Uh, did it for you, you know, and she doesn't have to know we quit it together, but you can pitch it that way. Uh, I think she has a secret listener that tells her what we talk about because. Yeah, but I know who it is. <laughs> I, mean, I was joking, but I mean, I'm sure I could figure it out. I think it's fucking Talon. That little fucker. No, I don't know. Yeah, no, he might. Little shithead. No. But all right, man. Uh, we'll figure out what to talk about next time. All right, then. Peace.
Mo makes beats. 